0: Welcome to Unbreakable Latina. Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I just want to thank all of you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. All your comments, your texts, uh, your reviews on the podcast. I am so overwhelmed and it makes me more inspired to record more episodes for you guys and the first episode I really was very vulnerable and just hearing back from all the listeners like experiences with boundaries and I was like wow like a lot of people never were taught about this and me making this small 20 minute podcast is making a difference in someone's life. Okay, that's a little extreme. Just uh, me putting this content out there is making people realize that things that we weren't taught, especially as Latinos, that it's okay to set boundaries with people. And then the second episode talking about dating, I know it was a little messy. I'm still learning how to edit, but it was fun to hear uh, someone's perspective on dating. I know everybody has a different perspective. And the whole reason I started this podcast is to have a safe platform where people can talk about their experiences and I find myself going throughout my days and having conversations with my friends and people and I'm like, oh wow that could be a good topic for a podcast So there's a lot more content coming towards you guys. On today's episode I wanted to discuss toxic relationships and my experience in a toxic relationship. There's a lot of different definition and it varies from different extremes, but I just want to let you guys know how I knew I was in a toxic relationship because I didn't realize that until the end of the relationship. And by no means am I doing this podcast to bash this person or to get pity. I'm doing this to raise awareness because I didn't realize what a toxic relationship was until I was in one. So a little bit of background on this relationship. The relationship lasted for six years. It was on and off. We met, we started off as friends. We realized we liked each other. But at the time, he wasn't ready for a relationship. And I myself didn't feel ready. But as the the relationship progressed, my feelings grew stronger for him. And I know his feelings grew stronger for me. So finally I decided to tell him that I wasn't okay with just being friends. When I told him that um he responded by telling me that he wasn't ready for a relationship and that but he did not want to lose my friendship. But I knew in my heart that if we kept this going, I was going to end up hurt. So I decided to establish my boundaries and say, "Hey, like if you can't give me this, then I can't be your friend anymore because I'll end up hurt. And that's the reality. I I was, at the time, I think I was in love or whatever I thought love was. I had never met a guy that had the same interest as me. And we had the same humor and we just hit it off. We, We were really, really good friends. So he was just like, I can't give you that. And we went our separate ways. I stopped talking to him, cold turkey. And it was very hard. But a couple, maybe a week later or something after stop talk we stopped talking he reached out to me and he was just like how could you just let our friendship go like that like we had so much fun together like we've done so we've gone to so many places and and he started getting in my head and i was like wow i'm really throwing this away and i t- but i i was very strong i was like no i cannot do this i need a label because I like this person way too much. So after going back and forth, he finally was like, okay, let's give this a shot. So we did. We began dating. We had a lot of great times, but we also had a lot of bad times. And the thing about toxic relationships is that every time this pattern starts, right? Like you guys are happy and then these fights start. And it's like the constant fight. For me, it was the same fight. And it all stemmed from a drinking problem. During the beginning of that relationship, or throughout that relationship, I had a lot of problems at home. I'll get more into that in the next episodes. But I had a lot of issues at home. So any little problem I had with him didn't seem as big. Because I felt like that relationship was way better than whatever was going on at home this relationship was so on and off um we would have like periods of time where we'd be fine but then we had this major fight and then we would just break up when i started this relationship i was 23 i was fresh out of college i didn't know what i wanted in life as far as marriage or children i was kind of just going with the flow and I've never been the type of girl who dreams about their wedding day or dreams of the day that they have children. It just wasn't me. But as I grew older, I didn't, I want to say like maybe when I was like 27, 28, I started realizing that I wanted to have children and I wanted to get married. And he never wanted those things. And then I started realizing wow, like he doesn't want what I want, then I don't think this is going to work out. And part of it too got me thinking because of all the fights we were having. I'm like, is this really worth it? I feel like I knew in back of my head that it wasn't going to work. But because I had invested so much time and so much effort in this relationship, I couldn't just throw it away just like that when I finally decided to bring it up to him that, hey, like, I want marriage, I want children, and he told me, I don't want those things, and I'm not going to give you those things. And it was a complete shock to me, because, but I don't know why I was shocked, because I knew that, I knew that since the beginning, but like I said, I was young, I didn't know what I wanted, But as you grow older, you start realizing what you want and what you don't want. And so I decided to end things because I knew that he wasn't going to give me what I wanted. And it hurt a lot because I really, really love this person. So I I decided to break up with him. We went our separate ways. And maybe that lasted for like a couple weeks and... He started contacting me again, like, again, saying, how can you throw this away? Like, we were such good partners. If you really want that, I'll give you that. And just, like, telling me everything I wanted to hear, right? And he convinced me. He convinced me to start this relationship again. Even though I felt unsure about it, I still went back because I cared about this person. So. Throughout that relationship, any fight that we would have would kind of stem back to, like, I've changed so much for you. I've done this so much for you. I didn't want this. Like, he would throw it in my face. I previously said that this a lot of our problems started because of a drinking problem that he had. And looking back, I could remember... A lot of instances where we were out somewhere and we had a disagreement and it would turn into this huge fight and we would have these dumb fights like they were even they were so pointless, but because when that person was intoxicated, they were just like completely different. And it takes two people, right? I'm not saying that it was all his fault because it was my fault for allowing these things to happen. I don't think I love myself enough at the time to walk away. I've always prided myself on being a very strong-headed person and not putting up with anyone's crap. And in this relationship, I just felt like I completely lost myself. I wasn't myself anymore. I was very emotional. I didn't know how to bring up something I didn't like without causing an argument I felt like I was walking on eggshells all the time because I didn't want to say the wrong thing and then our night be ruined or our day. With these type of relationships, you do not realize that it's wrong until you start sharing it with other people. I got to the point where I couldn't take it anymore because I felt like is something wrong with me. He would make me feel as if I was the one with the issues. Like, you're the one that doesn't like anything I do. Like, you're always so critical. You're sensitive. You have too many emotions. He would tell me, oh, you're a princess because your parents would always give you everything you wanted, which is not true. Not true at all. And that would hurt my feelings so much when i started sharing this with my friends and just asking for their opinions on hey we had this argument i told him this he told me this and they would be like that doesn't sound like a healthy relationship and i would hate to hear it so much i would hate to hear the truth because my gut told me (laughs) the truth but i didn't want to listen to it and now my friend is telling me the truth. We did end up living together for a couple years and the problems I thought were going to be better once we lived together, but they got worse. They were pretty bad. Um, I remember if we had an argument and let's say he didn't want to talk about it because he would do that a lot, he'd just want to sweep it under the rug or just ignore me, give me the silent treatment. That would kill me. Like, giving the silent treatment is the worst thing you can do to a person, especially when you're living under the same roof and you want to fix things and you want to talk to them, but they don't want to talk to you. It was just, like, the worst. I remember that I would go to bed crying because I didn't know how to approach the situation anymore. And I remember he would just tell me, like, shut up. Like, I can't sleep. Your crying doesn't let me sleep. And that should have been an indicator that that relationship wasn't for me. But there I stayed. I didn't even recognize myself anymore. I felt so miserable. I was just going through the motions and I would lay in bed and I'd be like, this is my life. This is how it's going to be. And I didn't know why. I just didn't get up and leave. There was a breakup before the real thing, a little baby breakup. (laughs) I don't know what the situation was. I don't remember. I just knew I was done and I couldn't take it anymore. And I left, I moved out. I went back to my mom's house and I was very embarrassed, but I was just done. I told him I didn't want anything to, to do with him anymore. I blocked him from everything. And maybe, like, within a month, he was looking for me. He, I believe he, like, I think he tried, like, leaving me voicemails, but I never responded. And finally, he went to go look for me at the gym that I worked out at. And he wanted to talk to me in person, and I didn't because I knew I'd go back. And he found me, and we had a conversation, And he apologized for how he acted and he told me that he was going to go to counseling and he's going to do all these things and he's going to stop drinking like he drinks and we were going to be good and that he loved me. And he convinced me again to take him back. And I remember going home to my mom and my sister and I was so nervous to tell them. I remember telling my sister about me taking him back and... She said, I'm so disappointed in you. And that broke me. Oh, sorry. It broke me so much. Because I was setting an example, a terrible example for my little sister who looks up to me. And she was like, you're so strong, but why, why, why does he, why do you allow him to treat you like that? when my sister told me that she was disappointed in me and that was one of the one of the many times that we broke up but it was one of the last ones where I was like hey like we're gonna work things out he said he's gonna go to counseling and we're gonna be okay we're gonna work it out and my sister was like no you're not and I remember driving that day and leaving and feeling like crap I felt so shitty. I felt like I was disappointing people. I started like not speaking to my friends because they would get so mad at me. They'd be like, Melina, like, why don't you see your worth? And looking back now, like I don't think I love myself enough. I don't think that I knew my worth at the time. But now I do. And The last year that we were together, it was going really well. I I actually thought like, wow, like, yeah, you know, like we were immature, like we're growing up and I'm like, and we would talk about like marriage and it would be fine and he wanted it and it seemed like he wanted it. And then we would like, then we would snap back to getting into arguments. He would belittle me. He, and like, I'm, (laughs) it sounds like I'm really bashing him, but it takes two. I allowed for that treatment to happen because I did not love myself enough. I allowed to be treated like, I allowed him to treat me like that because I didn't walk away. It was just what I was used to. And in the last year, I remember getting a job promotion. My life got way better. I got promoted. I was happy with my job. I was making new friends cuz Most of the jobs I had were pretty like, you know, like cubicle jobs. And now I had a job where I actually interacted with people and I just felt happy with myself. And then slowly the problem started again, in the relationship, the same arguments over and over, me not being okay with certain things he was doing, him telling me I was crazy. Then one day, like he did the same issue, you know, I, I had been talking about, I don't like when you do this. He did it again. We talked about it. He's like, oh, I messed up. I slipped up, whatever. Then again, it happened three days later. And the issue was that that he he would go out, he would get drunk, and he would drive home. (laughs) And it sounds so dumb, but it was just like I was scared for the safety of others. I was scared for the safety of him. I didn't want him to get in trouble. And... It simply was just like, I, I sat there and I thought to myself, do I want to have a child with this man that is grown and is still making silly mistakes? I remember like the exact moment I was in the kitchen. I was about to cook us dinner. He hadn't come home. And I texted him and I was like, hey, like, are you almost home so I could start dinner? He's like, oh, don't wait up for me. I'm having a a beer with my buddy. And I stood there about to start cooking and I just got this nasty feeling in my stomach. And I was like, if he comes home drunk again, this is the end of us. And he did. He came home drunk. I was in bed. And he came in and like I didn't even want to speak to him because I already knew that I was done. And I didn't want to speak to him at the time because he was intoxicated. And he kept on bugging me and but what's wrong? You're mad again. You're always mad because you're jealous, you're insecure. You think I'm out there like flirting with girls. Like he would like just get in my head and it wasn't even that. Like I'm not a jealous person. I think that Partners should have, you know, their separate times and have their own friends and it's okay to go out, but it's not okay to do it all the time (laughs) and come home hammered. And if you do take an Uber, call me, whatever, but he didn't, he would put his life in danger. He would put everybody else's life in danger. And I just, I couldn't be with someone that was so careless like that. And he just kept bugging me and bugging me. I said, please leave me alone. I have work tomorrow. Like, we'll talk about this another day. No, we're going to talk about it right now. So finally, like, he just went off on me. And something clicked in my head. I don't know what it was. I just thought, like, let me record him so he remembers how he speaks to me. And I did. I started recording a video. I said, "I want to record you." So tomorrow, you remember all the things you tell me, and I remember he said like, like, oh, like you're you're so insecure. You're fucked up in the head. Like you have issues. You think I have issues. The reason I go out drinking is because you you make me feel like this. I feel trapped with you. I feel, like just the most um, horrible things. And he was like, "You need to get the hell out of my house." And it wasn't the first time that he kicked me out. Every time he would fight with me, he would kick me out at a house that... I mean, he owned the house. I paid my rent. Okay, guys. I wasn't living there for free. Um, I paid my bills. I contributed to the household. It wasn't like I was just there free. And I remember telling him, like, you can't kick me out. I was like, you're going to have to go to court and freaking um, evict me. And then he was like... Like, anyways, I... It was just this long fight and i was like i can't do this i can't be with someone who who keeps on um making me feel like crap and um the next morning i sent him all the videos and he texted me back and he said i meant everything i said and i remember letting this marinate in my head for a couple of days i went home he wouldn't talk to me He slept next to me. He wouldn't even acknowledge me. And I remember watching those videos. And I recommend this for anybody that's in a toxic relationship. Or if you feel like, you know, like, oh yeah, me and my partner have fights. Because in the moment, you don't remember the fights. Sometimes the the next day, they like say sorry. and, And you don't remember exactly what they said. You know how you felt, but you don't remember the exact words they said. Like, record them. Record them and then watch it. And then see how you feel. And I remember I kept replaying those videos over and over. And it took me a while to delete them from my phone. Because I think that's what kept me strong in this breakup. And it kept me from not wanting to go back. And just listening to him yell at me was terrible. But when I heard my cry in those videos, I lost it. I couldn't believe that was me. I remember that I didn't want to tell anybody because I felt like they are like, oh, this broken record again, she's leaving him again, she's going to take him back, like, I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to tell my mom, I didn't want to tell my sister, I didn't want to tell my friend. I was at work that day and no one knew what had happened because I hadn't shared it with anybody and one of my coworkers who i had just recently started getting close with and one of her friends at the time we were we were in the same um room together and i remember her asking me are you okay like you don't seem okay and her friend too which is now she's my good friend my friend fanny and my friend sandy and i just lost it i started crying and venting to these Two women that I just met and I wasn't very close to, but I just felt like I needed to share it with somebody because I couldn't take it anymore keeping it to myself. And I shared my experience, and both of them were so kind and were like, "You know, Melina, like you need to leave now." Like I showed them the video. I think I showed them the video. I don't remember, but I remember um, Fanny even offered me her house, and she didn't even know me, and. I was so like, wow, like, these people don't know me. They don't know our history. They don't know anything. And they want, they're encouraging me to leave. So I think that's the right decision. And even after that conversation, I felt like I needed to share with one of, a close friend that knew, like, my history with this relationship. I told my friend Vidi and my friend Renee. And I sent them the video. And I remember, like, I don't know if I just needed validation, I needed reassurance, I needed like a, like someone just to push me more. And I remember Vidi told me, if you don't get the fuck out of the house, I'm going to go drag you out. And I was like, no, 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 like, no, no, like, don't do that. Like, I I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to live. And for a long time, I didn't have a stable place to live. And I just felt like everything, my whole life, was going to change. Like, I was going to lose all my friends. The mutual friends that we had. Like, all the life I knew was just going to be, do a 360. Like, I'm just going to start over. And that was hard to process. But it was also harder to think of staying in that situation where I constantly felt like I wasn't good enough. I constantly felt like I was crazy that I was too sensitive that I'm dramatic and in toxic relationships that happens I've seen it happen to other people but I never thought I'd be a victim of a toxic relationship I really never did because I always pride myself in being this like just like strong person right and strong people can be weak too And finally, like, I left, and he and I texted him, and I was like, hey, like, I'm moving all my stuff. And he was shocked. He was so shocked. He was like, I can't believe you're leaving. You're, like, you can't do this to me. And I was like, no, like, you literally told me to get out of your house. And I can't have my boyfriend kick me out of his house every five seconds whenever he gets mad at me. You don't want to change. And I'm done. And I, and I left. He tried to stop me. He, he tried to get me back to go back with him for, for a long time. He would email me. He would tell me like, "Hey, you forgot this. Like, come get it from my house." And and I did forget a lot of things because I left so like, like in one day I moved out of a house I've been there for a couple years. And I did, I remember like leaving like my degree and like, I was just like, wow, like I can't believe I forgot all these things. And he'd be like, come get them. And I'd be like, just mail them to me. And I ended up, um, I told, I just ended up blocking him because he kept on emailing me and bothering me. And I just, I, I wanted to make this podcast and I didn't want to get into detail, but I had to, because I feel like you have to know the background. You can't just like tiptoe around it and i wanted you guys to be able to understand my situation and how i was able to get out of it because if if you're someone that's in a toxic relationship and you don't know what to do and you feel like like there's no escaping there is an escape put yourself first for a long time like i had spoken about before in the boundaries episode i was such a people pleaser and I'd be okay with people mistreating me and I'd be okay with like, oh, but they love me because that's that's my relative, that's my boyfriend, that's my this. And what what this whole situation taught me is that you, you are in charge of your own happiness like I said before. You really are. And if something's not adding value to your life, then you don't need that in your life. And don't lose yourself don't lose yourself for someone that doesn't know the value of you i lost myself for a long time and i'm not gonna say this breakup was easy it was very very difficult we were in the middle of a pandemic i only and my close friends knew um and my family and even then it was hard there was days that i just laid in the couch and like just cried and, like, I, I questioned, did I make the right decision? But I knew I did. I knew I did. I would re-watch those videos, even though, like, it's terrible. But I would rewatch them. And it would make me feel like, okay, you did the right decision, Melina. Like, you, you'll, you're you gonna be okay. And I'm fine. And it's been, what, like, a year. It feels like longer. But... It's crazy because I didn't think I could get through this and I did. And I'm so proud of myself and people tell me, like, my friends, like, they're like, we're so proud of you. Like, oh my God, you're glowing. And I remember my aunt, my aunt Lucy, she was like, Mija, I've never seen you so happy. Like, you're glowing. And I remember looking back at the pictures of me with him and I could pinpoint in every picture that oh my god on that picture like he got enough we got in a fight because of this we got in a fight because of that like there was no picture where I just said wow that day was a good day and that was super sad to me the whole point of this podcast is don't lose yourself in a relationship and don't allow someone to mistreat you. Because there's good people out there and I do believe that one day I'm going to find that. But now I know what I don't want and wh- what I won't allow anymore. I do believe that my acceptance for this mistreatment was has to do with the way I grew up because my parents didn't have the best relationship. So any small thing that he did, I was I thought to myself, well, it's not as bad as this and he still does all these nice things for me. And I think that's the problem for a lot of us that get stuck in these type of relationships because we don't have someone to look up to that showed us this is what a healthy relationship should look like, especially in our culture, being Latinos. How many like like divorce was so frowned upon. I think things are changing now. But divorce was so frowned upon, and no matter what your man or your woman did, like you guys were gonna get through it. I remember my mom asking me one time, Do you think you keep taking him back because I always took your dad back? And I never thought about it that way. But yeah, that's all I knew. I knew that no matter what, I had to take this person back because love was stronger than anything. And that's not true. Love isn't always enough. You have to have respect. You have to have communication. You have to honor your partner. And with that, I'll end this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This was a difficult podcast to record, but I feel good now that I'm done recording it and I could get that message out there to not allow anybody to influence you that much where you lose yourself in a relationship. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Unbreakable Latina and subscribe to the podcast so you guys can know uh, when the episodes are coming. I'm going to try to upload every Monday if possible. And please leave your reviews on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Have a great day, guys.